Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, my dear friends, and welcome back to The Haunted Estate here with your host, your very clumsy host, me, Selena Myers. I have been a bit AWOL for a couple of days. I would just like to say thanks to the couple people who reached out and were like, hey, are you alive? That's what's awesome about being a podcast. It's been rolling for about a year. We have tens of thousands of people who download this podcast, so it was pretty nice to have a couple reach out. I also had somebody add me on Snapchat. His name is Rob. Big shout out to Rob. Very fun to talk to on the weekend. We discussed a really good idea for when the book comes out. He asked me if I was going to have autographed copies available. Here is our idea that we came up with. Um, Actually, I I saw another author who had done this for my husband. Instead of ordering copies from me, because that complicates a lot of things, it's going to be a lot quicker to get things from Amazon, Indigo, Chapters, every place this is going to be available. What you're going to do is you're going to screenshot that receipt, take a picture with your phone, send me that receipt, and free of cost, I am going to send you a, uh, a plate. So what this is, is it's pretty much just a white square sticker. I'm going to write my name on there, and I'm going to write you a little message, a thank you for being a listener of the podcast, and a thank you for buying my book. So that will be free and available to you. All the postage is on me. Big thank you. I love my listeners. My book is definitely dedicated to you guys. It's something that I never would have done if I didn't have the popularity that has been grown from this podcast. Next thing on the book, um, I still don't have my ISBN number. It's getting kind of ridiculous. I really didn't want to spend the $125, but if I don't get it by the end of this week, I think I'm just going to have to bite the bullet um, and do it if my husband lets me. Um, I am heading back to work pretty soon, and I would just really like to have that out, the excitement of that over before I go back, because it'll be a lot to handle doing the podcast, working 48 hours a week, you name it. We all know how it goes. So next, why have I been disappeared? Um, so, uh, <laughs> you know that game, that Pokemon Go game that came out that everyone is violently obsessed with? Well, well, guys... Let me take a moment and explain to you the obsession that has grown in me. I became very obsessed with Pokemon Go. And, you know, I'm not very high up. I'm only level 14. But, like, that's good for me. For someone who, like, can't even play video games, it's like I'm just just bad, okay? I just don't understand. I understand GarageBand. I understand this stuff. But I, just, I can't do video games. And I don't have the patience. So I've been going around collecting Pokemon. I convinced my husband... You know, now that I'm not dizzy, I've been out walking. So Pokemon Go has been great for that. 
We're at Victoria Park in Woodstock. I'm walking along. Adam says, let's go back to the car. I want to go home. I'm like, no, no, one more circle. I want to hatch this egg. Wow, was that the newbiest thing you've ever heard? Okay, moving forward. We get about 12 meters from where we are. Adam trips. I laugh at him. I'm like, ha ha, you almost tripped. And he's like, ha, not funny. 10 more meters, who falls I do. Where the grass met the sidewalk was a good three-inch drop. I rolled my ankle. I tore open my leg. I was convinced, like, I had snapped my leg. And I ended up finding out that sprains are worse than breaks. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> so here we are. <clears throat> I'm on the side of the road. And 40 people, because right here there have been three lures dropped on all three pokey stops that you can reach from the middle of the road. And we're in the middle of the road um, on the sidewalk, obviously in the middle of the road get it okay i step i fall everyone sees me fall but i'm like in the middle of catching that sea horse guys i'm like get in the car it's broken we have to go to the hospital i stand up and i'm still trying to get this seahorse guess what he broke out and he got away and i was like oh oh, oh. so not every time i see him pop up on my screen i'm like no not you little pokemon demon look what you've done to me so long story short go to the hospital x-rays Nope, everyone thought it was pretty funny. I was their first casualty for Pokemon Go. I was surprised at that. Earlier that day, I was downtown sitting in my car while people were playing at the fountain. The fountain is like Woodstock's hotspot. And I saw a car accident happen because of Pokemon Go. God, okay, that wasn't paranormal related. We're already almost five minutes in the podcast. I'm sorry. Okay, next thing that I have to talk about. Please, for God's sake, rate me on iTunes. It doesn't take long. Go, click on it in your app. It'll say rating and review, and it'll ask if you want to leave a review. Just do it. You're listening to it right now. Majority of you listen to it on iTunes. Just just, just do it. It's super easy. I don't understand. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people download the podcast, but nobody's rating it, which means I'm not going to get any more popular, guys, which means psh, maybe I won't do it often. If it blew up, I'm telling you the truth. This is a promise to you guys. If this podcast blows up, I will put one out every single day for you guys. Maybe I'll even extend the time and it won't be so much of me blabbering on. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of something. Something spooky happened recently, didn't it? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. No, no. My neighbor did wake up, though. He leaves for work at like three in the morning. And at like, I think it was like two o'clock in the morning, he heard talking and weird noises outside. He looks at the end of his driveway and there is a man spinning around in circles looking at the stars babbling to himself okay this is one house down the fact that i didn't see this kind of ruined my life 
Anyways, okay, one last thing. You know what I'm going to say, okay? one 260 is a toll-free number that I pay for for you to use to call and tell me your paranormal story. People are always posting paranormal stories on Facebook, and they're writing me about them. And I'm like, dude, call it in so I don't need to talk so much. Nobody likes to listen to me, but nobody doesn't. So there's my rant for today. Ready? one 260 Do it. Do it, do it, do it. You have a little story. I don't care if it's 10 seconds. I don't care. I want to talk about it. I want to dive deep. With me, we're not just listening to it. I'm going to tell you what I think because I'm a loud mouth. I, I'm going to tell you some ideas. If you don't want me to, just be like, hey, here's my story. Don't talk about it, bitch, and hang up. And that's fine. I respect that. Regardless, as I said, yes, I had someone add me on Snapchat. I would love for all of you to add me on Snapchat. I'm a weirdo. Sometimes I show my butt. I'm kidding. No, I don't. It is Selena's Life. At Selena's Life. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-S-L-I-F-E. So easy. I think it comes up boo with a ghost and a pumpkin or Mia Monroe. I'm not sure. It's I'm a weird person. I have multi-personalities. I'm kidding. Don't make fun of that. Okay. <clears throat> Serious topic. Very serious topic. I've talked to you guys about this before. All right, are you ready for this? I've come up with a theory. This is really sad. Uh, dialing it down from my hyper positive whatever self. As I've talked about, pretty serious subject here in Woodstock, Ontario. Um, as a lot of you guys don't know, and I should mention, our town is populated of only 38,000 people. Um, Oxford County in a total, I, each other town doesn't have nearly as much people as, as we do. Woodstock is kind of the standard town. We had had six people commit suicide. And when I say people, I mean people under 20, majority of them being between 15 and 17 years old. Recently, another girl has taken her life. It's not my business to talk about, but I'm not going to mention names or how it happened or anything like that. Um, it is something that I've definitely become very obsessed with. And, and I think it's to the point where I'm just looking at kids 20 and under. And this girl was 20. Um, a lot of the time, they can, you're considered a youth until you're 24 years old. I'm 25 and I'm still a kid. Okay, anyways, moving on. This is, what, this is what gets me, all right? These kids are taking their lives. Some of them do have problems. Other ones, they're kind of total surprises. Something that I've kind of mapped out with my niece, who is 17. She was friends with a few of the people that had actually done this. Listen to this. It goes, boy, two girls, boy, two girls. Does that not seem a little bit more of a coincidence? I understand, you know, boy, two girls, boy, but now there's two girls. If there's another boy, there has to be, there has to be something. There's something's going on, and and I don't want to sound crazy when I say that. There, there's been, you know, talk of a pact. There's been talk of, um, you know some mental thing that's going on. I do think that talking about suicide kind of does make it sound a little bit more okay. There's been, you know, it's really good to talk about it to get your feelings out there, but there's been schools who have shut things down because they don't want to talk about it and glamorize it. Um, almost like, you know, if you don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. I disagree and I completely agree with that at the same time. Both of them are going to have their positives and their negatives. Not talking about it, sweeping it under the rug, sometimes get it away from your brain. If it's out there and people are talking about it and seeing how much these people are loved, those really sad kids are going to be like, look, this is what it's going to take for everybody to love me. And that breaks 
my heart. I can't even start to think about what these kids are going through. As you know before, I did go through a bit of a self-harming, suicide attempty kind of thing when I was 15 years old. That is talked about in my book, not trying to push my book, but that is talked about. Um, mental health has a lot to do with the paranormal. Now, here's the paranormal side of things. This is dark, um, and I don't want to sound insane for this, but this is a really weird coincidence. The two things that I'm looking at, is there somebody approaching these kids? Or second, is this some kind of something darker? I don't know. I'd love your opinion. Um, please don't post it on my Facebook. Do write me in messages. If you are curious, I'm very open to talking about it, as I've said before. I'm extremely open. I don't care what you want to talk to, talk about. And I also want to tell you that if you are suffering from something dark, and by dark, I mean depression. I mean feelings of suicide. You can 100% reach out to me at all times. My email is selena at thehauntedestate.com. That is C-E-L-I-N-A at thehauntedestate.com. I would love to work with you, help you find resources. Um, totally confidential. I won't say anything you don't want me to. And uh, I just want to be your friend because you downloading this podcast definitely makes me feel like you are my friend. So 10 minutes in, my God. Oh, 11. Good Lord. I want to say it tonight. Your stories, my stories, and everything creepy in between tonight on The Haunted Estate. Here is a little bit of a short article. It's really fun. It has a lot of pictures. Please don't forget that every article that I do use, which usually are chock full of really awesome information, pictures, and links to other articles, is available at thehauntedestate.com. Underneath blog, episode links, you will see the title of the episode, and there you will find the links that you can follow. Welcome to the most haunted house in New York State. When we think of haunted buildings, we typically consider places like old hospitals, prisons, and asylums to be the creepiest of all. However, that is not always the case. Take, for example, this old farmhouse in the town of Hinsdale, New York. It's widely considered to be one of the most haunted structures in the state. It is unclear exactly how the Hinsdale house, as it is known, came to be haunted as it is now. But the story begins in the early 1970s when the Dandy family moved in. Within days of their arrival, the Dandies began to experience intense paranormal activity. During the first part of the haunting, the family routinely received creepy phone calls and sometimes heard chanting coming from the nearby woods. Then they began to see full-body apparitions of women in white standing inside their home, as well as it could only be described as demonic entities stalking their hallways. From that point on, the hauntings took a violent turn. The dandies recalled one of the incidents where a lamp was thrown full force across the room at one of their daughters. The family called a priest to perform an exorcism and hopefully cleanse the home of evil presence. However, the ritual only seemed to anger what was there. A few days of peace hauntings resumed, and they were worse than ever. That's when they decided they couldn't take it anymore and moved out of the house. Since then, the Hillsdale house has become a hot spot for paranormal investigators and ghost hunters across the globe. In early 2000s, the property was sold to a local paranormal investigator who has been slowly restoring the home. His purpose is to preserve the Hinsdale house for research. I really do wonder how such an isolated farmhouse became a paranormal hotbed like that. 
I'll have to pay a visit on my next trip upstate. This definitely is a creepy house, kind of resembling the one that they used in the movie The Conjuring, the first one. Definitely doesn't have the wraparound porch. Um, there's a house that kind of looks like this um, about an hour from my house. Um, there's definitely some really, really cool pictures here. You're going to want to slide over and check that out. That will be at thehauntedestate.com. Next up, we have a haunted mission in Oklahoma. It has a dark past and apparently is pretty terrifying. All of the haunted spooky places in Oklahoma. Sacred Heart Mission in Potawatomi? Potawatomi. There you go. County has a truly terrifying past. The mission was built in 1980 and was used as a farm, school, chapel, seminary, and boarding house. It was a flourishing mission until tragedy stuck, struck in 1901 when a fire broke out in the dining hall and destroyed most of the facility. Many children died that day, and it is said that spirits still haunt the mission. Over a century later, remains of the mission still stand, with two renovated structures and three cemeteries, as well as a church. The new Catholic church outside the mission grounds is still in operation today, Paranormal investigators have visited the site due to its rich history, isolated location, and reports of paranormal activity. From an angry native ghost to demonic activity to murders and sacred heart should be visited with caution. With this comes a YouTube video with pictures, information, and everything you would like to know about this property. This next article comes from a very creepy looking website, which is something I love. It is prairieghost.com. This is Haunted Indiana, and this is the Hannah House in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Indiana. Wow, mouth work. All right, moving on. Far removed from the slave holding plantations of the South is a historic home in Indianapolis. It is called the Hannah House. But even here in the northern states, the specter of slavery of the Underground Railroad still manages to make itself known. The house was built in 1858 by Alexander Moore Hannah, a prominent figure in Indiana history. Originally, the house had been constructed to house Hannah and his staff. But at age 51, he married Elizabeth Jackson, and another wing was added on for the servants. Hannah was well known in Indiana for her stand against slavery. It was at a time of coming change in America where political opponents fiercely debated the question of slavery, and President James Buchanan openly supported it. Hannah was firm in her reasoning, and now the home has a reputation for being haunted. The source of the haunting remained a mystery for some time. The stately mansion had seen few owners over the years, and unlike most haunted houses, had seen little in the way of trauma or death, or so most people believed. Hannah himself had owned the home until 1899, when his heirs sold the place to another family. Since that time, there's been reports of many strange things in the house, moving objects, phantom sounds, and the unexplainable smell of death. Apparently, the haunted Hannah house held a dark secret that no one could easily explain away. 
some would try by saying one of the Hannahs had returned to haunt the house. This secret was much darker and much more terrible. The legends of the house, they say, prior to the outbreak of the Civil War. Hannah's staunch views had led him to allow the house to be used as a station on the Underground Railroad. Escaped slaves were brought to the house at night and given shelter until the following nightfall. Then the Hannahs would load the slaves into a wagon and they would be transported to the next station. We have to remember how dangerous this was, especially to a person, a person of Hannah's standing. This was a time even assisting people were injured on a runway. A slave was punishable. Someone assisting a slave was punishable by law. Legend has it that one night a lantern was overturned in the basement of the house, and the number of slaves were trapped by the flames. Several of them burned to death. The fire did extensive damage to the basement and the lower floors of the house while the fire was being put out. The source of the blaze would be kept hidden, for the fact that the house was an underground railroad station had to be covered up. Many believe that this is the reason that no one knew the source of the haunting for so long, or so it's thought. Like many other legends, no one has been able to verify that this event actually occurred. As with all their alleged locations on the Underground Railroad, hard facts are difficult to find due to the secretive nature of the operation as a whole. No written records were kept, so we only have tales of oral passing. If the fire never took place, then the house has been haunted for decades for unknown reasons. But one is sure it has a long history of being haunted. For many years, investigators and past owners claimed that one of the upstairs rooms of the house would sometimes smell like gangrene and decay, and this odor was attributed to death of slaves in the house. Many years ago, this earned the house the nickname of the house that reeks of death. But according to current owners, the smell no longer manifests here. It was, however, continuing... Another phenomenon includes the sounds of moaning and whining, and it has also been said that doors in the house suddenly open and close by themselves. Cold drafts are also sometimes felt when no windows are open to cause them. The secrets that remain in Hannah House are certainly dark ones, and the haunting might be of a conscious or residual one. It still continues to plague the curators of the historic mansion today, so it's a little hard to read. It's white letters on a black background. I always find that really hard. And it's not like in a mobile, like small version. It's like extended across my whole Mac. And I have one of those 24 inch Macs. So like I'm like squinting and then scrolling and good Lord. Anyways, this house is really beautiful. It kind of looks like a house um, that could be in my town. Uh, dark gray brick, brick gr uh, green shutters. Really beautiful. This link along with others will be at thehauntedestate.com. Please don't forget to stop by, say hi, join our mailing list. It is over there. I don't really have any mail out yet, but that will be happening in the future. So as I'd like to say again, guys, thanks so much for stopping by. Please, please go to iTunes and rate my podcast and I love you forever. And I noticed that my microphone's making this sound a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to do that. I'm going to try and fix that. Um, I used to have a sock over my microphone. I just need to buy a better microphone in general. 
I have it on a stand. It's like a, what is this? Sure. Sure, Mike. On a stand. And the stand is broken. So, like, it goes down as I'm talking. And then I have to pause and bring it back up so I don't sound like a monkey. I had caffeine today. That's probably also why I'm so into this today. It's like crack for me. I'm never done crack. This is what I think it would be like. Regardless, love you. Join me on Snapchat at Selena's Life. And write me on iTunes and stop by thehondestay.com and call in your story. Toll free. 1-877-260-3428. And I will see you guys the day after tomorrow. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.